Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Out Loud uh, with Aideen and Claire. We're just two business owners looking for a better way in business and life. So hi, Aideen. How are you? Hey, Claire. I am good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Not bad now. Not bad. So today, um, we're, we were kind of throwing some ideas around about what we, want, what we wanted to talk about. So this week, we're looking for a better way to prioritize. Oh, nice. Prioritize. So this week, we're going to look for a better way to prioritize. And uh, both of us, we've been in business for a couple of years. And uh, I think we're always looking for a better way to prioritize or looking for a better way to get the most out of your day or to not get overwhelmed as well. I think prioritization and overwhelm, there's kind of a lot of overlap there in, in, in terms of that subject. Definitely so, agree. Where should we start? <laughs> where should we start talking about? Um, well, what's working for you at the moment in terms of, mm, let's go back, rewind a little bit. The reason that we're talking about this is because you brought up last week when we were having a chat about yeah. this concept of priorities versus priority a priority yeah i read this book called essentialism by greg McEwen. McEwen, not sure how he pronounces it um and in one of the chapters of essentialism he talks about priorities and the word priority makes its first appearance in language in the 1400s and the word was singular. So there was no such thing as priorities. It was just priority, singular, the most important um, above all other things. And it was only in the 1900s, um, so post-industrial revolution, like the Industrial Revolution, I think was the 1700s, wasn't it really? Mm -hmm. But in the 1900s, it's, it was pluralized. So instead of it just being priority, it became priority one, priority two, priority... And, and I, I just thought that was a really interesting concept. And it is something that we do tend to do. I think like even if you're working in like a salary job or if you're working for yourself, um, you sit down to do your to-do list and you prioritize like as a verb. So what's the most important thing? And I think it is just, it's a useful thing to have at the back of your mind that there is no such thing as priorities and priority is the only like approach and it is actually something that's it stuck with me over the weeks like since I um since I heard about this um and it's really simplified things like I've just had two weeks off with my kids with midterm mm -hmm. break here um and I was like well what's my priority it's to have a nice time with the kids because I build my whole business around the fact that I can be well I didn't take two weeks off I took one week off and it was to have a nice time with them even though we weren't leaving we weren't like going on holidays or anything so priority every single day was let's get out and have a bit of fun and there was no um like I didn't really do very much work I didn't do very much work in the in actually a week and a half more or less and um, because I was like well you know I have put all my effort into getting things all tidied up and organized so that people know I'm off People know that I won't really be on email. People know to not have um, 
you know, not expect me to send like the next version of the website page or whatever in, in that time. So by setting all those expectations and everything, I was like, my whole priority was singular. But like, I mean, obviously that breaks down into a bunch of bullet points after it. So the big, the big priority for me in the last two weeks was to have the kids have a nice time and me not to get stressed out. Because, you know, when you're trying to do too many things, you tend to get stressed out. Um, so that was the one overarching thing. And it was very helpful to know, like, oh, my priorities are to deliver this website, to bring the kids to the zoo, and blah, 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 blah. So having that one priority and breaking it down into, well, how is that going to happen? It's kind of useful. I know you do. You do like a goal and you break it up into like points or do you i'm not great with the with the goal setting by times but i i'm just finding that this is you said this to me the other day and it's been playing on my mind ever since as well it sticks doesn't it yeah and it's and you know it is like this thing the myth of the multitasker Mm. you know like i mean it's not like it's not useful and it and it is this thing that we've kind of internalized that we're supposed to have all of these spinning plates in the air and that just creates anxiety and I think especially when it's just you or when it's you and you're outsourcing a little bit or you have you know kind of but like you're the main breadwinner the main hub of activity like it can be very easy to become overwhelmed and to create anxiety for yourself by this massive list of things um so I think that's really interesting and and I, I think, you know, when you say, right, what's my one priority, it really forces you mm. to ask yourself the question, what is actually most important to me? And then also what you're doing is you're not leaving room for the other stuff. Like I was having a conversation with a mentoring client just this morning, actually. And we were talking about um, the potential of her taking Friday afternoon off. <laughs> and of course the reaction to that is oh but what will I do and and so then the next thing was okay I need to have something in my diary so that I don't get tempted to do more work yeah and I think there is that thing of but I can always be doing more whereas when you have that one priority and you achieve that well then okay so enough I can I can relax now like whether it's like you prioritizing you and your children and your familial relationship for that week that that they're off and you don't want to have to hear I'm bored 75 million times um (laughs) but also you know in your in your business if you you know in a different week when you have that one priority that one thing that needs to be achieved this week and you go okay I did that and and it kind of it um it eats away at that thing of, oh God, I, never, I didn't do enough. I didn't do this and this and this. When you have that one thing, it kind of, you know, puts that to one side a little bit. Um, it's, interestingly, for the last couple of weeks, I've been trying something similar in terms of like a priority focus for the week. So um, on my wall behind me, I have six big, huge post-its and they're one for each month from January to June. And I know, oh, okay, right, yeah. these are how many clients I need to book. This is what else, you know, like the big things that I want to hit each, each month in terms of like suppose targets or whatever. 
But then beside that, I have two months worth of post-its. So I have eight or nine, you know, one for each week. And in each of those, then I have the one big thing for each of those weeks. So um, for example, as we're recording this, next week is Enterprise Week in Ireland. Oh, right. So it's very networking heavy week. So that's what I have on my post-it, networking, because that's what's going to take up a huge amount of my energy. And I want to do it well. And I want to sort of prioritize that so that I'm booking up, you know, the next, that I'm meeting people that are going to help me book up the next couple of months. Yeah. So, sure. um, yeah, it's been, it's been really helpful. And, and it's interesting that we both were kind of coming to it from very different angles because it was um, a, a mentoring client of mine who in her day job uses this with her boss. So she'll do like a linear timeline and she'll just have like one main focus for each week. And because I don't, I don't have an ideal week. I don't have a structure, you know, on Mondays I do this and Tuesdays I do that. Like I have, I'm, I'm having a photo shoot done for myself tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Exciting. I know that's a whole other conversation. And then I have two shoots at the end of this week, yeah. but I don't have any shoots next week. So, you know, there, there'll be some weeks where I have one shoot, some weeks where I have two, some weeks where I have none. So I, I can't go, okay, well, I, I, this many hours, even, even on a weekly basis, I couldn't say I need five hours for this and six hours for that and one hour for that because it changes so much. So, okay, I don't have an ideal week. Grand, abandon mm. it. Where do I put my priority for each week? And I think knowing and then having the post-it, so I've got all of February still there. I'll move them in a week or two, maybe, and I'll put April in. But I can see, oh, yeah, I did all of those. I did that thing each week. That's quite satisfying, isn't it? It is, because I was definitely one of those people who was very much like, oh, my God, I've got so much to do. and I don't have enough time. And what's changed for that, and actually, on Friday, I sat down and I looked because I, I track my time now as well. And believe it or not, I, I do like a, a weekly to-do list now. So I just have a whiteboard and I just throw everything up there but I have a sort of a top three, mm-hmm. you know? So, so last week, I'm so, it's Monday, I haven't cleared it off yet. So I hit my three um, priori- priorities Uh-oh. for last week. <laughs> yes, yeah, but it, you know, like over the course of a week, you know, so yeah. the main focus was um, a conference that I was doing. And um, so that was the main focus and that was what went on my post-it. But, you know, then I had other things that really did need to get done. So that was the first one. And I had figured I needed about three hours to achieve everything. And when I looked at the time I tracked, I actually, it took me three hours. That's fantastic. But isn't it so, because I definitely would have underestimated how much time things took, you know, even six or eight months ago. But because I've been tracking my time now, I'm starting yeah, to get a better a handle. Yeah. yeah. The second thing I needed to do was editing for this podcast. Oh. And then the third thing was some client work. So they were the three things that needed to get done. Now, there's always other things as well, but it was kind of like, oh yeah, don't let me forget those things. But, you know, and they all happened at different points in the week. But I was kind of, you know, no, they, didn't, they didn't overlap. I didn't try to multitask. I did one thing at a time. That's fantastic. That's really good. I think your use of Toggle, isn't it Toggle that you use? Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it an extension on your browser or is it another app? So you can get an app on your phone. There's a desktop app or you can use, um, I just use the online like uh, tab. 
on okay. like when my when I open my browser, my calendar and toggle is what opens. And is that is that does it automatically does it prompt you to start tracking your time? Yeah. It does. You see, I'd always forget. Yeah. I do kind of Pomodoro stuff to break uh, you know, Pomodoro you set your timer for I've, I use it for 25 minutes yeah. because the majority of my not design tasks could probably be wrapped up in that time, like reply to those emails and stuff. Yeah. Um, toggle is a good one. I must start using it actually because um, like with design work and writing work, like copywriting, sometimes I do with my clients as well. Um, just you get into like a creative flow and you just, it's kind of, um, unless you're, you're really good at staying focused you can really end up somewhere else entirely like um, doing a little copywriting thing or because I help my clients to make their websites I'll look at how to add a certain feature to a website and then I'll go down a wormhole of googling tools and like completely get lost yeah. um, and just even those micro moments of like what am I researching I'm going to give myself five minutes to do it to even I think I must start that um using toggle and there's um have you heard of Parkinson's law the 80 20 no no it's I think it's Parkinson's law now that I think of it um is that a task will expand to populate the time allotted to it mm -hmm. um so anytime you say like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna do this task I'm gonna give it an hour maybe it's a task that could have been done in five minutes but yeah. because you've given yourself an hour, it'll expand to fill that time. That's a, it's a, it's a concept that was really useful for me as well. Getting yeah. my and that was exactly, together. that was another thing that we spoke about this morning where, you know, um, you do kind of have to block in your own time first. Yeah. You know, so this concept of like pay yourself first, but you can pay yourself first in terms of money, but you can also pay yourself first in terms of time and energy, you know, and, you know, we all, we all have those things that we want to do for ourselves. And if you don't do it at a first thing in the morning or at a certain time of the day, it just, it won't get done if it's just on the list. Yeah. Um, but the more of those kind of things that you have, then the more kind of deadlines that you're creating in the workspace mm -hmm. and you're not just, I was definitely like, I would have done, I would have been a big, uh, that would have, I would, that was something that I was very guilty of. Um, so my husband is a musician. And so he works during the day, but then he would have band practice, you know, like a couple of evenings a week or whatever. And I got into the habit of just doing some work while he had band practice. Because oh, yeah. It's like, because I hadn't made any plans. So it was too late to make plans with anyone. And then I had nothing else to do. Like, yes, I could read a book or watch television. But I kind it's of got, just so easy to just slip back into oh, the office. Oh, but sure, I could it? just do a bit of whatever, you know. And yeah. and actually what happens is then you have that kind of diminishing returns where you're just, your brain isn't giving you anything anymore. You're not actually moving forward at all. That's so true yeah. if you don't plan it. Um, another thing for the, for the priorities thing, it, I liked what you were saying about suggesting to your, to your mentoring client that she might take Friday afternoons off. And it's, um, it's that thing of, I think, I'm not sure if she's in the early years or if she's established in her business. Um, but in the early years, you do sacrifice a lot of your own personal time, I think. And it's because you're maybe, maybe it is your passion project. Like photography is your passion project. Like I love the work that I do as well. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're doing something that you don't want to do and like ticking things off the to-do list feels good. 
even though then, yeah, then you've got then no time left for habit. yourself then you've got no life outside of your work and it's that's definitely 100% true of me for the first couple of years um in my business i was just like every waking moment i was thinking about work on holidays i always had my email alerts still on still replying still bringing my laptop with me when i was on holidays like come on claire yeah. <laughs> it's no. so stupid and then you've no break you've no perspective um but if if like like the, my last couple of weeks priority has been having fun with the kids but generally my um priority by default is kind of look after yourself because i like i mean i've had times i've just i've been so exhausted to the fact to the point of making myself sick and um about a couple of years ago it's actually since my daughter was born i just thought i cannot keep going the way i was going like i couldn't keep going on like that so um it took a long time to actually make the change because you know sometimes you can mentally make the change oh i'm going to look after my health a bit more but it might be like two years later, you're like, I still haven't really done anything about that. Yeah, because you didn't put any systems in place. Yeah, exactly. There were no yeah. systems in place. Um, and I think there's a there's like a guilt, especially when you're like a company of one or you're self-employed or whatever way you want to phrase it. And people have given you money to do something and you feel like you have to, again, I think we talked about over-delivering in that first episode as well. Yeah. I feel like you have to just do everything you possibly can for them. And then where are you left? Where's the time left for you? Yeah. I think it's yeah. like you are doing your your clients a disservice if you're so tired <laughs> that you can't perform properly. Well, that's it. It's a that and that's something that I came to realize. I am 3 years full-time in business this month. And I would say it's probably over the last since the summer last year that I really started to, to put a value back on my own time away from the business. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely, it had become habitual. It had become just the way of life. I forgot that there was another way to live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't looking after myself, you know, like physically, mentally, you know, like you do. You, and, and that, sacrifice there's kind of no getting away from it in 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 some aspects it's habit forming yeah but then there does come a point where you really just have to go right now because the the thing is like especially as a mother like your children depend on you and your business they sure do (laughs) Aideen and and your business as well like you know as a business owner our business depends on us so it's a professional responsibility yeah to look after ourselves so that we're showing up as best we can for a client. Mm-hmm. If I show up to a shoot and I'm tired, I'm slower at making decisions. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm slower at creating a space where the client feels really comfortable. You know, if I'm nervous and I'm anxious, that just transfers immediately onto the client. So like, I have to be really careful with that. And it is, it's definitely, um, you know, just that reframe of going, oh, hang on a second. Actually, me feeding myself with nourishing food, going out and getting fresh air and exercise every day, that's actually 
I'm doing that not just for me, but I'm doing it for my clients. And excuse me, I'm doing it for my relationship as well. <laughs> because if I'm there in the evening and, you know, I mean, being on holidays with a partner or with a friend and yeah. you go, oh, I'm just going to go and do a bit of work. The first holiday that my husband and I took after I, oh no, it wasn't. After you went full time. You no, know, it wasn't. It was the summer before I went full time. I think it might have been like in the September and we drove the wide Atlantic way. Lovely. Um, so from north to south of, of the west coast of Ireland. And I brought my computer with me, mm-hmm. not a laptop, because I had what? so much editing work to do. And I set it up twice. Like a, whole, like a big computer. You're driving yeah. around with your Mac. Yeah, well, I mean, we were in the car, so it, it yeah. was fun. But it wasn't even a Mac. It was a monitor in a tower. <laughs> sorry that's yeah, hilarious I know that anxiety hilarious. was so hot like I had so much that I had to do and I had to do it and in reality what did I really achieve if I just left it and gone back you know and really enjoyed that time and you know so there was like I remember that we were up in Donegal so it was like the start of the trip and I had a bit of a meltdown one morning. Oh, he shit. went off to surf and I was like, well, oh, I, I can't. I have work to do. Yeah. Do you think that was good for our relationship or for my Probably holiday not. or for my physical sense? Probably of not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. But that was where I was in terms of this hustle and productivity anxiety that just never, ever left me. You know? Productivity anxiety. That's a great term. Is that a term yeah. that you just made up? Yeah. Well, there you I go. just coined it. <laughs> coined right we'll here. Ha- we'll have to write a book on it. Um, Productivity anxiety. That's a great way of saying it. Um, I think we've, we've been talking, like we've, we're a couple of episodes in, we, like time management and productivity just keeps coming up. I think it's such an issue for people who, who are working on their, on their own and they have nobody. I think when you're in a salary job, somebody lays out your kind of schedule, your plan, your six month plan and all that kind of stuff. But when you're on your own, it's like, there's so much of that, like, and that needs to be done. That needs to to manage yourself, to manage your time and just, God, take a break. Yeah. And I think even, even if you're in management in an employed capacity, at least there's work hours. Ah, Yeah. You know, like, well, I know, and, like, and a I lot know, of, in a lot of designers, um, and I know, I, I know a few people in animation as well, and God, they just don't sleep. Yeah. And I, I worked in communications and design agencies, and uh, one time an advertising agency. And if you're leaving at six o'clock, there's people going like, "Well, where are you going?" There's a lot of overtime just expected in creative fields, and a book that we keep wanting to talk about, but neither of us have finished it yet, is Rework. Yes. And Jason Freed, they're the, the founders, like WeWork, uh, it was a book written by the founders of Basecamp. Jason Freed, I actually have no idea what the other dude's name is. Um, but well, they talk, he wrote the book. Oh, sorry, no, excuse me. I have it in front of me. David Hannemeyer Hansen. Oh, well, there you go. That's the other guy. His, name, his name's too long. That's why I didn't remember. Yeah. Um, they talk about, like, they take Fridays off all through summer. It's like, yeah. of course you do. And they were a creative agency. They were a design and app development agency. Yeah, Basecamp is their, their big thing. But they don't shoehorn five days work into four days, which is a very important thing. They this don't do a 40 hour work week across mm. those four days. They just lop a chunk off the week. Um, and that's just how, you know, it's, it's, 
it's a day less. It's not cram it all into four days. Yeah. But it's a, this is their priority, singular, of like having a good uh, life <laughs> and not, not, not even specifying work-life balance or work-life harmony. It's just feeling good, performing well, and actually having a system of communication. Well, that's what Basecamp is really, isn't it? It's like a mm. communications app. Um, that there's no faffing around, no lost time in meetings that go nowhere. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's all about just getting the important stuff done as well. That's something that you said earlier on today about um, needing to do all of the things or feeling like you have to get through the list of things to do. Um, that's something that it took me a long time to get to as well in terms of being a business owner. And it's something that I see when I, when I work with people who are early years in their business, they, they come to me and they say, okay, I want to do SEO. I want to have a social media strategy. I want a website that does this, 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 and this. And I'm like, okay, choose one of those things. And that's where we'll start. And I, I, people, when sometimes when people come to me, they're feeling very, very overwhelmed. Maybe they got a quote from a design agency. Maybe they've been trying to build their own like web presence because it's more than just a website usually. Um, and they're trying to do all of the things at once when maybe they don't actually need to get through half of that list. They might need to do maybe three of those things for it to be really, really effective. And I, I, I'm acutely aware and I recognize that very quickly because that's exactly what I was doing in those first years. I was like, oh, I have to learn SEO so I can do it with my clients. I have to learn how to do Squarespace, WordPress, Webflow, Weebly. We and I was like, going, okay, zoom in, <laughs> focus, prioritize. Um, and I think it was just, it was that moment when, um, it was a very, very strange moment when it all kind of culminated. You remember like the, the attacks in Paris? It was like the Bataclan. And there was one of the places that um, was attacked. It was somewhere that we used to go on a Friday night because I used to live in Paris. Um, and it was just hit me like a ton of bricks that we could well have, if we had not decided to leave Paris, we could well have been standing there on a Friday night. And it just kind of, I was pregnant at the time as well. And it just kind of was this huge ton of bricks of like, what are you doing with your life? What is your life? It can, it's so fragile, really, this whole thing. And if you're just spending all your days and nights sweating this pain in your stomach with the anxiety a pain in your neck from not getting up from your desk what is your life actually other than being of service like but so that that was a real kind of wake-up call and it was just such a tragic situation for so many young people just out having a laugh or anyway that really really hit me very 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 hard um and it was it was that was one of the triggers that kind of made me go stop this bullshit now if you're, you're taking your maternity leave take a year take it all off take it away send out a wall of your work you're gonna have no money but it's gonna be it's gonna be worth it in the end and it totally was it totally was worth it in the end but yeah i don't know where that big rant came from but there you go but it's that was like what I got to... yourself and your life first like yeah there isn't a certain element of sacrifice that is required but you oh, have yeah. to be because constantly Away, like checking in on that and going okay you know where can I start to push this back now a little bit and I think that's you know that for me um 
the re- the way that I've kind of come to that is certainly through working with my own business coach. Yeah. I think it's very important to have a soundboard because when you are the one person and it all depends on you, it can be very easy to get lost in that woods, you know, so you're, you, you're not seeing the bigger picture. Um, my, my, my key, um, sort of tools in this at the moment are what I described earlier, like kind of knowing what I need to achieve each month. And then my, my priority focus for each week, um, brain dumps. So getting out a pen and paper, whether it's a morning page or just going, okay, what do I need to, like what's in my head and just get it out. Get it out. Yeah. That's such a good exercise. Another thing that I found hugely valuable um, and this may not work for everybody. And I think you have to kind of find your own um, substitute or alternative. But um, last summer I started getting acupuncture and it made a huge Ooh. difference. Yeah. How, do, how does it make a difference? Uh, I didn't Taking the time for the appointments? Planning. Planning. I, I didn't realize I had anxiety Ooh. until I didn't. <laughs> until, <laughs> until I went, oh, wait a minute. This is how I'm supposed to feel. So I've gone from... I didn't realize I had anxiety until I didn't. Oh my God, another quotable there from Aideen. Yeah. (laughs) Like I really, like, you know, I mean, and it is that kind of thing. You know, how he did, oh, she's grand. Like, you know. Yeah, sweep it all under, I'm grand. I'm in in agony and I can't sleep. But you know, it's grand. Yeah, and I would would never, like when people ask, oh, are you busy? And I go, yeah, like the nice kind of busy. Like I'd never get into that, oh, I'm so busy to anybody else. Mm. But in my own head, it would be this constant... I've got too much to do and I don't have enough time. Whereas I started tracking my time. I started really getting clear. You know, when I listed those three priorities, the first priority was uh, like with the, the exhibition that was marketing and new leads. The second thing was the podcast, which again is kind of marketing with building my brand. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing was the client work. So I'm looking at all those aspects. And then of course, you know, comes the weekend I'm like taking time out for myself, you yeah. know, to just relax and rest and recover from all of that. So, um, yeah, and I did, I had, I had an acupuncture session on Friday afternoon. That's nice. I want to ask you about weekends in a minute. Yeah. Well, you know, we're coming, we're, we're at about 30 minutes now. Okay. So do we want to wrap this one and maybe come back to that kind of personal stuff, maybe in another episode? I think we should talk about um personal branding in the next one awesome let's do it i just wanted to like the the thing that that popped into my mind and it's so funny um karen dempsey the wonderful karen dempsey said this to me one time uh, when we were working on the content for her website and she quoted a poem by mary oliver and it's uh, the quote is tell me what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life mm-hmm. and as soon as I heard that, I can't stop seeing it everywhere. Like it's like, it just keeps showing up everywhere. Um, but I just, I like to keep that in the back of my mind when I've got my priority exercise in front of me. So what is it that you want to do that you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Cause your life is wild and precious. Yeah. Absolutely. It that way. Cause otherwise we can live by default very easily and never take a break. Can I just, before we wrap this up, um, I have a Mary Oliver poem on my desk at oh, all times. Nice. And I'm going to read just the, Wild first, Geese. the yes. first verse of Wild Geese. You do not have to be good. 
you do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Well, I'm, I'm sure I need to have that on my desk as well. <laughs> I think everybody should have that. One of those, yeah, because we, we do, we get wrapped up in the, I need to always be producing yeah. and hustling. And actually there's room for both. Nice. So Claire, oh, what a lovely way to end it. Yeah. Where can we find you? I'm right here, Adrian. Only joking. Um, I'm, you can find uh, website tips and some other ramblings on clairecreative.com. And on Instagram, I'm clairecreative underscore com. Aideen, where can we find your insights and wisdom? Awesome. So I am at Firechild Photography on Instagram. And my website is firechildphotography.com. I don't share a huge amount of my insights on my website, but <laughs> I do in my emails, in my newsletters. Oh, yeah. Um, Aideen's emails are great. You should totally sign up. Awesome. And yours, Claire. No, cheers. Oh, let's just, let's just <laughs> oh, you're so uh, over each other. <laughs> you're so great. And you, dear listener, you're great too. Well done. See you next time. Bye.